Greetings in the Master's name. Let's turn to Psalm 26. Psalm 26, I think I'll read this Psalm, 12 verses here. Psalm 26, Judge me, O Lord, for I have walked in mine integrity. I have trusted also in the Lord, therefore I shall not slide. Examine me, O Lord, and prove me. Try my reins in my heart, for thy loving kindness is before mine eyes, and I have walked in thy truth. I have not sat with vain persons, neither will I go in with dissemblers. I have hated the congregation of evildoers and will not sit with the wicked. I will wash my hands in innocency, so will I accomplish so will I compass thine altar, O Lord, that I may publish with the voice of thanksgiving, and tell of all thy wondrous works. Lord, I have loved the habitation of thy house, and the place where thine honor dwelleth. Gather not my soul with sinners, nor my life with bloody men, in whose hands is mischief, and their right hand is full of bribes. But as for me, I will walk in mine integrity. Redeem me, and be merciful unto me. My foot standeth in an even place, and the congregations will I bless the Lord. The uh, title of this psalm in my Bible is A Protestation of Integrity. I notice that word was used a couple times here. Uh, the... Uh, the way it was translated into English. So he was, uh, so the psalmist is expressing his walk, his practice, his habits, his companions, and he's saying his person of integrity. Now, now we know that being a good person is not, is not good enough. Like Jesus told Nicodemus, uh, you must be born again. Uh, and I also thought about the, um, when the rich young ruler said that Jesus, good master, Jesus said, uh, there's none good but one, and that's God. So, so, so here the psalmist, you know, what, is he saying what a good person he is? Well, in other psalms he says what a poor person he is too. So, so there, there's, there's balance here. Uh, <clears throat> Titus 3 5 not by works of righteousness which we have done but according to his mercy he saved us by the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost so it's not by our righteousness but then just three verses later in Titus it says this is a faithful saying and these things I will that thou affirm constantly that they which have believed in God might be careful to maintain good works these things are good and profitable unto men so we have that balance uh, so I just wanted to point that out. The uh, verse we want to focus on here this morning is verse 2. Examine me, O Lord, and prove me. Try my reins in my heart. Um, the thing of, um, of um, meditating on Scripture, uh, just, this just a little bit of a side note, but I don't always do it in the morning because sometimes I think, well, I've got all day, you know. I don't have quite as tight a schedule. Sometimes I don't have quite as tight a schedule as other people. And, uh, but I, I, I find that when I sit down in the morning before my mind is crowded with other thoughts, it's a lot more conducive to meditation. Uh, one morning I was reading some, some of the Psalms. That's kind of where I am now and going through the Bible slowly and reading in the New American Standard Bible. 
but there were ideas for two or three sermons that came just that one morning. John Risser uh, said one time, I think, in a minister's meeting, he gets most of his ideas for his sermons just from his daily Bible reading. And uh, so I think this was one of them. And another one was, uh, it's all about him. Another one was about the rock in the Psalms. Psalms refers to the, his rock, strength, and so on. like to look at that sometime. But kind of what caught me, my attention here in this one, uh, verse 2, Examine me, O Lord, and prove me. Try my reins and my heart. And uh, the, uh, some of the other translations uh, was the American Standard Version said, Examine me, O Jehovah, and prove me. Try my heart and my mind. The Bible in basic English said, Put me in the scales, O Lord, so that I may be tested. Let the fire make clean my thoughts and my heart. The modern King James Version said, Examine me, O Lord, and prove me. Purify my heart and my mind. But the uh, New American Standard Bible that I'm reading in now said, Examine me, O Lord, and try me. Test my mind and my heart. But there was a note in the margin that said the word for mind is literally kidneys. In the scripture, kidneys refers to the inner man at times. Now, actually, I, I was kind of curious about all that, and I looked it up. Thirteen times kidneys refers literally to kidneys, like uh, especially Leviticus and where it's talking about the sacrifices, and it talks about what you're supposed to do with the kidneys. So 13 times it was translated that way, and 13 times it was translated reins. And, and in the scripture, when it says reins, it's talking about the inner man. And see here, uh, several weeks ago, when I preached on on uh, heart that's talking about heart and mind and then I think Philip said something about when he preached on heart he said the mind is part of the heart how, I forget how all that was but so here it says uh, it translated try my reins in my heart and the reins is referring to the inner man and sometimes this word it was it's interesting these three words examine prove and try are all very similar in meaning they're kind of like synonyms and uh, and yet, I guess there's this slight distinction. The um, I was thinking too about you know my kidneys. Um, so that's the title of the message. Uh, the title of the message is check your kidneys. So uh, now the um, like uh, when you get a little older, maybe some of you aren't that old yet, but you you get an annual. Doctors like to see you at least once a year. And uh, they do blood work, and uh, and you get all these things they're checking for. And there's about three things they check on your kidneys to see how your kidneys are doing. They're interesting in, in how your kidneys are doing. So, so check your kidneys, uh, because that's what it says here. Try my kidneys. Uh, but examine, prove, and try. The um, the word for examine. I mean the word. Yeah, the word for examine is. Um, It, the, um, well, the Hebrew word, but it means to test, especially metals, generally and figuratively. And so it's translated exam, prove, tempt, try. And okay, so the word studies here get a little bit technical, a little bit maybe boring. 
but uh, that's a good way to do scripture studies too. And that word, so I looked up where that word is used uh, in the Old Testament. It's not too hard to track all that down with the power Bible. And um, so when Joseph uh, told his brothers, let's see, I'm probably, uh, yes, uh, Genesis 42, 16. You know, when they were saying who they were, and so then he, he said, um, I'll just read it. Send one of you and let him fetch your brother, and ye shall be kept in prison, that your words may be proved. Now there it's translated proved, but it's this word, uh, same word that's here in, in Psalm 26, 2 is examined. Whether there be any truth in you, or else by the life of Pharaoh, surely you are spies. And then in Psalm 7, verse 9, was another occasion where it was used, and it says, um, the righteous God trieth the hearts and reigns. So there we have the word reigns again, and we have the word trieth there. So uh, it's translated trieth. But the, uh, like the Hebrew said, to test, especially metals. So you, you, you test a metal to see if it's true. Um, how, how good that metal is, how strong that metal is. Uh, yeah, whether it's um, going to be what it's, what it's made out to be. Then uh, the next word is prove me, examine me, and prove me. And that word, again, means to test, and it's used some other ways too. But in Judges, um, God said, I'm going to leave some tribes here to test you all. Uh, Judges 2.22, that through them I may prove Israel whether they will keep the way of the Lord to walk therein as their fathers did keep it or not. And it's used in Daniel where um, Daniel asked for a trial, said give us just plain food rather than all this rich king's food. And uh, it says the person who's responsible who was overseeing them, the verse says, so he consented to them in this matter and proved them 10 days. It's a little bit like maybe doing an experiment to see how things are going to turn out. Is sort of the idea of this verse. Uh, prove me, you know. Um, yeah, let, let, let me show you uh, that I'm genuine, that I'm what I say I am, or that this is going to work out. And then the word try, try my reins and my heart. Uh, that word, uh, again, has to do with metal, fusing metal. Um, but it, the, uh, the Bible in basic English, uh, I think, had the, uh, the, um, the meaning or the expression that we can understand maybe the best. It said, let the fire make clean my thoughts and my heart. So when metal is heated, well, I don't know how they do it nowadays, but I suppose something in the same way, but at least in Bible times, like the uh, gold or silver, you heat it and heat it extremely hot while it's a liquid, and the impurities come to the top, and you skim them off. And so that's the idea here of try my reins in my heart, you know, purify me. Uh, examine me, purify me. And uh, I wanted to say this, too, you know, um, and, uh, and also I want to refer to Psalm 139, but when we think about the Lord examining us and trying us and 
searching us and so on. Sometimes it, well, I don't know if it scares us or, or maybe that's not the right word, but we maybe hesitate because we, we, we kind of know that we're not perfect. We kind of know that um, we've got some flaws and um, it's just a little hard to tell what the Lord might find. And so uh, we're not sure we want him to search us. Um, but you see, God searching us, is, it's not like he's looking for something to, uh, to, to really... Uh, criticize or castigate us for or just really put it put us under his thumbs God knows all about us anyway and so when we ask him to search us it's not like he's going to find something and he's going to reject us because he already knows so the point of him searching us is actually um to help us it's a refining thing it's a growth thing so I, I know in our humanness I mean I'm that way too you know the thing about search me uh, well what's he gonna find well whatever he finds I should be glad to know about it um, so um, couple other places where this uh, word is used uh, Psalm 12 verse 6 the words of the Lord are pure words as silver tried in the furnace of earth there's that word tried as silver tried so that's talking about the words of the Lord being pure words being uh, refined uh, you know there's no draws there's no impurities whatever in God's words so that's a that's the sense of the word but it's not used to apply it to ourselves now Psalm 17 3 is thou hast proved mine heart now that's the word that's that's translated, same word is translated, examine here. Thou hast proved mine heart, thou hast visited me in the night, thou hast tried me. There it is. And shall find nothing. I am purpose that my mouth shall not transgress. Well now that that's mouthful there. In fact, if you have if you still have your Bible open to Psalm twenty six, turn back to Psalm seventeen. I just want you to read look at that one. Because um, I'm not sure I can say that. Um uh, I mean, David, sometimes he, he tells the Lord how he's really trying hard. He's really doing what the Lord wants. And then other times he says about how miserable he fails. So I guess, you know, it's very, very down to earth. Uh, but here he says, Thou hast proved mine heart. Thou hast visited me in the night. Thou hast tried me and shalt find nothing. I am purposed that my mouth shall not transgress. And that's interesting, too, because what does it say in James? If a person doesn't sin with their mouth, they're, they're pretty well they're pretty well arrived. Um, so how could the psalmist say that? Well, I guess he was open before the Lord. In fact, you know, people wonder, sometimes raise questions about David. Uh, how could he say... Well, what the Bible says, he's a friend of God... Um, I can't think exactly how the Bible says it now, but it holds him up pretty highly. But I think one of the things was about David, even though he failed at times, he he was teachable. 
and especially, I think you'll notice it in Psalm 119, but you'll notice it other places too where he says, teach me, teach me. He wanted, he was open before the Lord. And that goes a long ways in uh, being a person that pleases God when you're open to his instruction, when you're open to his searching. David was open to God searching. And uh, when uh, things were pointed out to him, he repented. Uh, made corrections so some things we learned there well I was thinking about these things of tests and exams of course you know, that goes along with school uh, things and uh, maybe this is a little bit of an aside but uh, I don't think they have these anymore or maybe not very much maybe in some circles yes but many years ago there was like autograph books and uh, so you'd get your fellow students, your friends, to sign these autograph books. And they'd put in some little saying like, you know, there's certain things that just kind of stick in your mind. I, I remember one, it was like, when you're married and spanking six, remember me between the licks. Um, well, uh, but then somebody gave me a much better one. Um, in fact, it was, it was an old brother at Pike. He said that uh, somebody had written in an autograph book back in those days, life is but a school, each day a recitation, but remember after death comes the great examination. Now the other one's a little easier to remember, but if you remember the other one, then think of this one. Life is but a school, each day a recitation, but remember, after death comes the great examination. Um, well, we could talk about that a good while, I guess. Hebrews 9, 27. Is appointed to man once to die, but after this is the judgment. That's not the whole verse. Um, yes, it is. And as it is appointed unto men once to die, but after this is the judgment. So that's the examination. But we, we, we believe, we trust, we understand that if we've let God search us and examine us now and purify our lives and of course we know that it's the blood of Jesus that cleanses us from all sin that well I'm I've never been a, um, a real deep into prophecy but I, I know uh, Brother Lloyd Harshley used to talk about the different kind of the judgments the white throne judgment and other so different judgments there but anyway you know it says in revelation the book of life is opened you know and and names that are written in the book of life well that's uh that's where we want to find our names and but it does say we have to give an account so i, I don't really quite understand everything but uh, it's it's still it's still good to know it's sobering it's sobering to know that we do give account for the way we have lived in this life. I, I wanted to, uh, well, this is very familiar with you, but my thought um, certainly, my mind certainly went to Psalm 139 and thinking about this thing, examine me, prove me, try me. And those last two verses, I'm sure you're familiar. Psalm 139, 23 and 24, search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts and see if there be any wicked way in me, and lead me in the way everlasting. 
I don't know if I read this or somebody told me, but a certain brother, a certain old man somewhere, maybe he wasn't old, I don't know, but he would pray that, this person would pray that every day. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me, and know my thoughts, and see if there be any wicked way in me, and lead me in a way everlasting. And that, there again, that's not something we should fear, but we should, we should open our lives to God's searching. So, anyway, with the title of the message again, Check Your Kidneys. Uh, you know, let God search, because the kidneys refers to the inner man. So let God search, let, let's let God search us. Um, and then Psalm, Psalm 19, uh, maybe you could turn there too. Uh, those are the last verses in Psalm, Psalm 19. Verse 12, who can understand his errors? Cleanse thou me from secret faults. Keep back a servant also from presumptuous sins. Let them not have dominion over me. Then shall I be upright, and I shall be innocent from the great transgression. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. And notice the parallel there when the, the uh, psalmist said in 139, See if there be any, and, and try me and know my thoughts. And here it says, um, the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. So the, our thoughts and then our words come out based on our thoughts. So we have all that here. And uh, just for a little bit of hymn study um, or notes here, if uh, uh, in fact, uh, maybe if you have a hymn book handy, just pick it up and look in the back under the scripture reference index. You look in the back under the scripture reference index, it's page 921 for the Psalms. Well, actually 20 and 920, 921, but Psalm 139 is on page 921. And if you look and find Psalm 139, then the dots and then to the right of that are the songs that are based on that scripture. Now, I don't, I suppose this is just coincidence. I don't see how in putting a hymnal together you could make all this work out. But the song that goes along with Psalm 139 is number 139. And so if you turn to 139, it's an Isaac Watts hymn based on Psalm 139. And we, we sing this, uh, but I just wanted to read some of the verses here. Lord, thou hast searched and seen me through. Thine eye commands with piercing view. My rising and my resting hours, my heart and flesh with all their powers. Within thy circling power I stand. On every side I find thy hand. Awake, asleep, at home, abroad. I am surrounded still with God. Last verse. Oh, may these, thought, oh, may these thoughts possess my breast. Where I rove, wherever I rest. Nor let my weaker passions dare consent to sin. For God is there. 
Then, then going back to 921 and looking for more songs based on Psalm 139, you see Psalm 139 verse 7, and, and, and the uh, song number 138 is based on that. And that's a, a song I'm not familiar with, uh, a German tune, The Writer's Anonymous. But the, uh, the thought, each verse ends with God is there. And see, that's the thought in Psalm 139, 7. And then there's one more, uh, Psalm 139, 23, is song numbers 139 and 705. So then if you turn to 705 to see how that lines up with Psalm 139, that's a, another song I think we're familiar with. Search me, O God, and know my heart today. Try me, O Savior. Know my thoughts, I pray. See if there be some wicked way in me. Cleanse me from every sin and set me free. And so on. And I noticed, and here again, it's not that uh, uh, important perhaps, but just um, noticing how um, cross-cultural, I guess, to speak, of how God, well, anyway, whoever did the music for this song they they arranged it to a i don't know how you say that tribal uh maori folk melody the maoris were the natives in new zealand so here is a a tune from them into our songbook here so just a lot of things a person can notice but um those verses those songs that we sang they 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 reinforce they help our minds to concentrate on what, what the scripture says. So I'll just um, think I'll close here with a verse in Jeremiah where it has some of these same words, Hebrew words and, uh, and thoughts. Jeremiah 17.10 says, I the Lord search the heart, I try the reins, even to give every man according to his ways and according to the fruit of his doings. So that, that sums it up pretty well, Jeremiah 17, 10. Let's uh, kneel for prayer.